Email oliver at rte.ie. And you're very welcome, Fergal Harrington of Intro Matchmaking is live in the studio. Welcome, Fergal. Thank you very much for having me. And you are here to be the antidote to these dating apps and how people, they're, they've been wiped out by dating apps, really. A lot of people, have they? Yeah, there's a lot of exhaustion. Uh, people are quite jaded. Uh, the amount of time and effort that goes into online dating, uh, they call me every single day and they say, look, where are all the genuine people? What's wrong? Why are, why are there so many disingenuous people? Why are they lying all the time? So people are, are quite tired. They spend two to three hours a night sometimes swiping right and left. They have to be witty constantly. They have to respond within <laughs> seconds, otherwise they get abused. It's it's it's, it's a hard work uh, online. I'm not saying it doesn't work for anybody. I'm not it saying does, that at it all. It does work for some. It, it does, of course. When does it work for some uh, people? Do you know? If you're willing to put the effort and the time in, or if you're really oh, lucky. Um, but you need very thick skin, and a lot of people just feel. If you're well-intentioned and you're 36 and you're looking to settle down, start a family, have kids, but all you're meeting are people who are just looking for one-night stands, it becomes soul-destroying after a while and you start to question, yeah. you know, the you know how genuine people are out there. So when you lose hope and we start feeling that, oh God, maybe I'm not going to meet anybody, that's when you need to say, okay, no, you just need to change things up and do something different. You'd have to be good at cyber-weeding. Indeed. To, um, to, yes. make, to just yes. invent a phrase. On the spot. They do sound awful. Is there a cultural shift now away from dating apps? Uh, hugely, yeah, which is why we're so busy. I mean, we're, we have a team of matchmakers here organising up to 100 dates a week uh, and we're 13 right. years in business now. So it's, um, yeah, it's shockingly busy. Um, How many matchmakers do you have? Seven, eight. Uh, yeah, really? always around that. Um, yeah, so it's, it, and they're constantly, you see, we organise everyone's dates. So we, and we, we don't take everybody on. So we do weed through, as you say, uh, a lot of people who may have expectations that we, we can't meet and we know we can't meet them. Oh, right. So yes. we will make sure to bring on, you know, people that we feel that we uh, have a good chance of finding what they're looking for. So managing expectations is key. And so the team of matchmakers, they're, they're, they're amazing. They organise everyone's dates. They do all the feedback, all the follow-up calls. Everything is handled do by you them. Have to, is there a qualification to become a matchmaker? You need to be uh, quite empathetic. You need to be unbelievably organised in terms of admin. You need to be salesy. Uh, and you need to have, yeah, thick skin. Salesy. You need to be good at selling profiles. Uh, you need to sell John to Mary and John to John. And, see, you know, you and a lot of the time people may, may find that, you know, that person doesn't sound like the ideal candidate for me. Why do you think so? So you need to be able to convince people that, well, the team of matchmakers have come up with this person for a very good reason based on your traits and qualities and characteristics. So we think it best just to, to go and meet that person. But at times people can come into us after having maybe three years spent online. So there's a little bit of pessimism, maybe at times, or cynicism that maybe it's not going to work out. Right. So we need a positive atmosphere, a positive attitude uh, and approach uh, to, uh, to, to, to success, basically. And that's why this uh, does lead to they success. They must have some hope when they're approaching it because obviously money has to change hands and all of that. The, yes, they, they do. And they, sometimes they have such high hopes, though, that, you know, God alone wouldn't actually be able to, you know, meet that expectation. So oh, right. you, you need to really manage those. That's uh, where your, your vetting basically comes in. That's where the vetting comes in. By the way, in. anyone with any questions on matchmaking, 51551 is the text, oliver.rt.ie, as well as the email. How much is the matchmaking service? It, well, our, our one is 1195. We charge... 1,195 yeah. euro. Okay. So, so to be clear, we charge the same amount for every person. We don't do a tiered pricing package because in my opinion, I just don't feel it's fair to charge different amounts for the same service. Uh, also, there's no time limit on the membership. So when you join a dating agency like Intro... There, there shouldn't be a time constraint. You shouldn't be signing up for just six months because there's no way of predicting when your best matches are going to be available. So when people join us, they join us for five guaranteed introductions. Five guaranteed introductions. Yes, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, we arrange all those. So we don't pass out mobile numbers. That's important too. You know, a lot of the time, John might be given Mary's number and be told, go off now and ring Mary now and sort it out for yourself. John, being a little bit Irish, may procrastinate 
and oh may not God. call Mary. Uh, so you're yes. still in charge. Of We're the, still in charge. We take the reins and make sure the dates actually materialise, which is what people like. We take all the hard work out of it for them. And so does it, if it works after your two second meeting, then you've you, still got... You go on pause. You go on pause with the other person. You see three insurance ones. Yes, yeah. You have three in the bag just just in case things don't work out. Uh, But you could keep going to get the value either. You could, of course. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, so five guaranteed. Some people get success after one. Other people might rejoin and, and go out on eight or nine. Uh, you, so it's expensive because you're taking responsibility for the people you're introducing, I presume. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're offices on Grafton Street and we're paying for staff and we're light and heat and rent and rates and everything. If people are looking for a professional service, I suppose, yes, they know that it's going to require that. But I mean, if you're in London, you'd be yeah. up to 25000 in in New York, $150,000, uh, you know, uh, some people charge. Right. So, yeah, no, it's when you look at the greater scheme of things, it's actually quite reasonable. And, and it is people looking for someone to share their life with, essentially. L- yes. Well, we have members now from 20 to 93 and uh, they're either single, separated, divorced or widowed from all over the world living all over the 32 counties so it's not just a Dublin-centric thing at all but yes, they are looking for a different thing Do you really have 93-year-olds? Yeah, well, well, one 93-year-old but a lot of people in their 80s that are second time round you know, they might have been uh, married for 60 years to their childhood sweetheart and they're thinking, well, I'm not over the hill yet I might as well just yeah. enjoy my experiences at what with point would you say we're, we're giving up yeah exactly not so all, yeah um, and then in, in 20s they're coming in and they're uber mature usually not into you know the drinking culture very organised and their career is lined up their education is complete they just want us to sort out the relationship status yeah. uh, so very mature and in the 30s yes of course people are looking to get married settle down start a family all of that um, but yeah it's it's going extremely well because the people we bring on board are are, are Easily, not easily pleased, but they are capable of being. You've pleased. been in business for how long? Thirteen, yeah. 13 okay, so years. it's working away. What is the success rate then? Uh, One in four you... would end in marriage or long-term relationships or whatever you deem success to a be. A quarter, yeah, and a third of our business is word of mouth. That's really that's really high for dating. So someone has now successfully matched, and they say. I don't need friend, any more. Need yeah, exactly. And Irish people won't tell their 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 people at the wedding that they met through intro, but they'll tell the, their friends on the QT here. Ring these guys on Grafton Street. They're good. Yeah, that's what happens. A question already in from Claire yes. um, is: Can you ask? Is it your policy to match women with men ten years older, and vice versa? I was told this was the only option, as men like younger women. No, that, no. Men become quite difficult on age when they hit forty. Men will ring up and say, "Hey, do you have any twenty-two-year-olds on the books?" And I say, "Yes, of course we do," but they don't want to meet you, John. So I'm sorry, it doesn't work that way. There's <laughs> It's a two-way street. Uh, but no, usually if, if a woman is calling us and she's saying, I'm 45, usually what works best is from her own age up to, but never more than sort of six or seven years older. That age range is perfect. But I get 65-year-old men ringing up every day saying, now they think it's time they started a family. So they'd like to meet a 35-year-old because they lived at home on the farm with the parents. Yeah. And Mammy sort of said, Arsher, don't go anywhere now. Stay where you are with me. Look after us. And, and they've been reading John B. Keane. A little bit of that. Is, they still think it's the field. It's and all, Yeah, all the matchmaker and side and all that. So yeah, we have to be very honest with him. But it, it, it is sad because it's still quite common to get those calls every single day. Can you you know, repair their expectations of someone like that? If, if on one conversation for 25 minutes uh, and we explain facts and policies based on stats from CSO figures and census results, if that doesn't work in 25 minutes, then no. Uh, so that's what we do. We have a triage conversation with every single person. And if they agree, then great. We say, come on board. If they don't, we say, perhaps it's best not to. Um, do some of the gender stereotypes 
come true when you're talking about expectations? In indeed. Of... Yes, indeed they do. Uh, well, tell us about women, first of all. What are their... Women are looking for uh, highly educated, uh, unbelievably tall men, six foot, you know, two, six foot four. Irish, to which Irish we, women. Yeah, to which we have to respond. The average height of a man is five foot seven and a half. So there again with the L, uh, you know, the facts. Uh, yeah. and, and But they will often say stuff like, well, I'm only being honest with you by telling you, Oliver, that that's what I want. Yeah. And I say, you can say you're only being honest, but it, the reality is they don't exist. There's only 30% of, of Irish guys over six foot. So that's what we have to be, the voice of reason. So yes, the, the age, the, the, the height thing. A lot of women will say, I want someone active and sporty because I'm very into Pilates and yoga and I eat fish all the time. So my complexion is very youthful looking and I drink 10 pints of water a day. So we do feel good about ourselves a lot of the time, Oliver. Uh, and they're, they're looking for their counterpart. So managing those expectations. Uh, they're looking for guys who are well cultured, highly educated. But the problem there is for every one woman in Ireland who has third level education, there's only 0.6 of an equivalent male. So we need to try and say to those women, please don't judge the guy just because he left school early, started his own business and is a massively successful entrepreneur. <laughs> so be open to that. So they're looking for postcodes. A lot of that. Okay. A lot of, not for financial stability, but more for intellectual compatibility, they feel. They feel the guy won't be that's amazing a, uh, talker unless he went to Trinners for winners. That's a bad um, Tis. That's a bad measure of intellect. And the men. The men. Uh, oddly enough, against all odds, they're, they're not just all about looks. We don't show photographs. No surnames, photographs or phone numbers are given out okay. in here. But what they are looking is for is down to earth, grounded, genuine, no drama. They're, they're just looking for an easygoing life. That's right. what they're saying all the time. Their definition of, of drama. The, the, yes, yeah, yes. indeed, indeed. Uh, who are your clients generally? They are from all walks of life, literally uh, uh, from teachers to nuclear physicists to politicians. No, but are they generally people who've tried everything and are kind of coming to you in, in the last hope? Some would. Uh, I wouldn't say the last hope. Well, some, some may have tried uh, uh, other, other areas and just failed. Um, other people were in the wrong place at the wrong time. Other people wouldn't go near online dating in the first place because they're so private because of their career. So they want something. They, they, say, they sign seven page long terms and conditions in here. So it, it, they're uber big on privacy. And yeah. so I would say it's that. Teachers are our number one client, um, always have been uh, over 13 years, probably because really? of the highly female-dominated industry that it is. Um, but yes, they're all walks of life. Big success for teachers? Huge, yeah, yeah, huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, a lot of guys will say, I'd love to meet a teacher, I'd love to meet, yeah, you know, plenty of uh, What about uh, same-sex matching? You yes, do that as well? all the time, absolutely. Is that common? It is, it, 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 less so, but more yeah, men obviously. are more common, yeah. Um, they, what they... What, they say all the time is that just the area that they're in, 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 they know everybody. Everyone knows everybody. And it's a little bit seedy and they're looking for something long-term and committed. That's what they really are calling when the gay men ring up. When they're going to matchmaking yeah, service. Big yeah, big time. And yeah. what, how, what happens then? Is it a blind date or how do you Tis, introduce? Yeah, we call uh, the, the, both parties about each other. We sell the profile over the phone. They give their availability. We arrange the date at the halfway point between the two parties. We book the table in the restaurant. We do all the feedback afterwards. The staff are on call seven nights a week in case Mary's running 10 minutes late to meet Elaine. And, you know, we then do the feedback the next working day to see how you both got on would you like to see each other again was there spark chemistry and uh, if they want to go on pause they go on pause if they don't we learn from their experience and we move forward to the next match it's terrifying in a way it's, it's not as terrifying as people's actual lives when they come in after having a terrible breakup after an abusive relationship yeah, or mean. something like that so yeah. it's, it's ne- people do big it up too much and they, they fear that it's going to be you know very overwhelming it's not it's five dates with five nice people yeah, okay. The worst thing that can happen is you make good friends. How do you make... Because do you have more women than men on the books? No, no. in the 20s and 30s, there's actually in Ireland more men than women. That's starting... In the 20s and 30s? Yes, but in the 40s, 50s and 60s, there's more women than men. But we would never allow our ratio go over 60, 40 women to men. The reason a lot of the Does time... Does that mean you to turn down some people who say... It, it, only if we get to that ratio where it becomes an imbalance. Okay. Um, but no, a lot of women will ask us that. They'll say, I bet you there's loads of women on the books and no men. 
to which my reply, not being blunt, but we wouldn't be able to exist as a company and organise 100 dates a week if that's all we had. So it, yeah. <laughs> it's women talk about it more than men talk about it. Men. And, and just finally, really quickly, yeah. uh, 29th of February, yes. women proposing to men. These are people already in couples. Indeed, yeah. Should yeah. they do it? In our experience, no, it's a terrible idea. It ends in disaster and breakups. Because it emasculates the man. The and man can't take it. He resents her then for she, doing that. So she's dragging she him kicking. Out of him anyway. Probably not. If, she, if, he, if he won't do it himself, he probably shouldn't. Listen, I hope your 93-year-old is, is still talking to you. Um, I'm sure there's client matchmaker confidentiality. There is. A, no names passed. Some kind of humpocratic oath or something. Oath that has to be there. Uh, it's called uh, intro matchmaking. Indeed. Fergal Harrington, thanks a million for coming into us. Happy Valentine's Day to you and your wife. Thank you so much. Of how many years? 10 this year. Very good. Okay. A uh, lot of aftershave going on in the studio. <laughs> but listen, that's all we have time for today. Uh, happy pancake to those out there as well. Claire Byrne is next. We're back again tomorrow. Happy pancake day, whatever it is. Oliver Callan on RTE Radio 1. Listen back on the RTE Radio app.